Welcome to the Millionaire Mindset Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Ack, and I want to help you develop your millionaire mindset so that you can grow your wealth, get rich, have the freedom you want, design, create, and live the life that you want. Let's go. Today, I want to talk about my journey from being broke, having no money, to being uh, extremely wealthy. You know, I'm just going to say it. So anyway, I'm going to, this, this story has three parts to it. And I want you to listen to the first part with the most uh, attention. Because that's really where it comes in on when I was broke. And then there's going to be a second and a third part. And everyone wants to know, how, Steve, how, how, how? You know, like you're, you're putting together furniture from I- Ikea. Like, how? Anchoring to the how. And I want you to hear all of it, but listen to the first part uh, very closely. So the first part is, when I was a young man, I worked in a factory. I worked in a towel factory. My job was to tape boxes that the towels went in. I got $3.25 an hour to do it. Now, uh, they could have had a monkey do my job. However, they would have probably cost them more to, to care for the monkey than it was to pay me. They could have automated it again. The machines could have uh, been more expensive than it was to pay me the $3.25 an hour. Now, here's the first part of it. The reason that I took that job, and I was thankful to get it at the time, is I didn't have a very high opinion of myself, right? I didn't think I was going to get anywhere in life. I, I was told I wasn't going to get anywhere. I believed it. You know, I, I uh, talk about all the time how my, my dad used to call me Skid, said I was going to end up on Skid Row. So you can imagine I have a very low opinion of myself. And in life, you never rise above your own opinion of yourself. That's it. So not having a very high opinion of myself... Um, I never saw myself being anything more. And I, I just settled for that life. I didn't create that life. I mean, yeah, we all create the life we have, but I didn't see my life going any further than that. And that's really the part that I want you to listen to right now because I want you to think about your own opinion of yourself. We never rise above it. And it wasn't until I was able to rise to ri- raise my own opinion on myself did life start to happen? And that's going to come in the second part. So here I am working in the factory and not thinking very highly of myself, um, low self-worth. You know, there's, I can go on and on and on, but I think you get the picture. When I quit that job, I quit that job in January in Chicago. Now, the significance of that is I quit that job because I took another job of pumping gas at a full-serve gas station. It was a better job, believe me or not, believe it or not, in January in Chicago. I'm outside pumping gas at people's cars. Back then, we had full service, and that was better than the factory. It paid more, too. Um, not much, but I took a job, and to me, it was just a gas station job. Right, it was another way that I hey I, I needed to make money, and the person I worked for his name was Steve Hages, and Steve Hages became my first mentor in life, and I'll tell you a little bit about him. 
He was tough as nails. He was he was an immigrant from Hungary, and he was in the military in Hungary. I mean, that guy smoked one cigarette after the next. Every word that came out of his mouth, every other word was a foul word. Some of the things he used to call me, oh, my gosh, and he never gave me a minute's peace. Like, he rode me, and I'm like, it's a gas station job. I'm pumping gas. Now, back then, we'd have credit card. I'd have to run the machine, and... You know, and people would sign. And, and to give you an example, one morning I walk in, and I did not have a pen in my pocket. And he goes, yeah, you blinking, blinking, you know, like every name. Where's your pen? I go, oh, I forgot out my car. Let me go grab it. And he goes, no, you knew you were going to write. Why didn't you bring your pen? And he rides me for about the next 30 minutes calling me names, swearing at me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So anyway, the next day, <laughs> I have a pen in my pocket. I'm like, I'll show him, right? I'll teach him a lesson. I have a pen. <laughs> and, um, and that was how he treated me. And he loved me. He literally loved me. He paid for me to go to trade school at night to work on cars. And I worked for him for four years. And he taught me so much, even though he was he had a violent, violent temper and n never a kind word. Trust me on that one. Uh, my friends were afraid of him. <clears throat> and the thing was, is I would stand up to him. And not that, like he would, he would scream at me and I would not back down. Now, inside, I'm shaking. <laughs> but outside, cool as a cucumber, never back down. And we built a relationship, and, and he would take me skiing, you know, in, in the winter. We'd go snow skiing, and he had a cottage. You know, my friends would all come up, and he taught me a lot. He taught me um, the values that I have today. He taught me discipline, and he, he taught me generosity. He was so generous. As tough as he was, he was so generous. And he taught me that honesty is above everything and quality is above everything. And so all these values that I hold dear today, I'd learned from Steve Hages. You know, and we had that, that kind of relationship where he was a mentor. He was like a father to me. And he had two kids. Uh, in fact, one of his sons was my old roommate. You know, eventually we'd, we'd lived together for a while, you know, after he got out of college. Now, let me tell you about his two kids. Uh, Ungre, my old roommate, went to Cornell Ivy League school. He won the state wrestling championship twice in high school. He played linebacker in college. Dude was a beast. And the older son, Peter, started a company, built it up, and sold it for $280 million to Swiss Bank. So what I'm going to tell you is both of his sons were highly successful. You know, multi-multi-millionaires in their 20s. And Steve didn't need to work, <laughs> but he did. Because that's who he was. And when he sold, I, I worked to him to the day he sold as a gas station. And eventually I started working on cars in the back. And that's how I became a mechanic. And so um, at his wake, at his funeral, uh, I went to the wake, obviously, when he passed shortly after he retired. And his wife had come up to me and she said, you know, he'd had hundreds of employees over his 30 years of being uh, a gas station owner. And she goes, but it was only you that he thought of as a son. 
He had two sons already, and he only thought of me as a son. He treated me like that because he wanted the best out of me. He didn't treat anybody else like that. And I saw that, and I'm like, why is this guy always riding me? Why is he always giving me a hard time? And, and I had a long conversation, and, and she said he saw something in you. He saw himself, and he saw a path that you were on, and he also saw that it wasn't going to you know, work well. Um, so the time that I had worked for him in that period of my life uh, was when I, I'd taken all that in, I'd stop using drugs. I used drugs back then, I'd stopped. I, I, they weren't serving me anymore in my life. And I, I had a motorcycle. I rode it 12 months out of the year because I'd save money. You know, he, he's like, you have to save money. You have to buy a house. And, and I did. And he, um, I packed my lunch every day. Like I'm brown bagging it every day. Not something that, you know, you would do at that age. And I did buy a house. When I worked for him, I'd saved up my money and I bought a three-bedroom home. I went from working in a factory to finding this man that was going to be my mentor and paid for me to go to trade school in the evening to learn to work on cars and taught me all those values that I carry today. And and my life changed in, in that four-year period. My life changed drastically because I had somebody in my life who taught me these things. That's the second part of the story. So that part of it is I became wealthy because I have a higher opinion of myself. I had values, you know, that I still carry today. I saw the importance of, I saw the importance of generosity, right? I didn't make much, but my gosh, I saw the importance of it and, and, and all of that and quality and work ethic. And my gosh, I would show up to work 30 minutes early. For a guy who was a real a-hole, like he wasn't an a-hole, but um, (laughs) he was tough. He was tough. So that's the second part of the story, and that's when it really, my life changed. Like I said, in four years, uh, it it did a 180. And then here's the third part. So Steve Hages retires one day. I work for him till the very last day, and I go, well, I'm going to have to get a job. And I went to another gas station and here's the incredible part. I worked for the worst human being that ever worked on. I walked the face of the earth. Like this next guy that I worked for was literally the worst human being on earth. He, there was, he had zero qualities for him. He was dishonest. Uh, he would lie. He would cheat. Uh, you know, he had every angle. You know, he's just horrible. And you're like, Steve, why did you work for him? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, he paid really, really well, and I really liked the money. I mean, my God, I was making a ton of money, right? Because I, I had skills because I valued education. I valued learning. So, you know, I was hired as the lead technician, the lead mechanic. Uh, the other thing was, and this is kind of funny, that this guy was in poor health. And he had girlfriends, he had a wife, girlfriends, money. He had safes that were hidden places. And he also knew that I would never steal a dollar. He also knew that I was honest. And he paid me more than he paid anybody else. And he told me where all this money was hidden. He told me where the safes were. I had the combination to everything. Like I had access to every nickel this guy had. And he would go away. For months, like he was from Europe. He'd go away to Europe. 
And because I had that, he knew that I would never take a dollar. He knew that if, because he was in poor health, that if, you know, he died, he knew that I would take everything and, you know, give it to his wife to make sure that his kids got it. He knew that. And, and that's why he paid me so well. And I worked for him for the money because I wanted to open up my own business and I needed the money. And so here I am back in like 1990, um, I'm making like 50 grand a year in 1990. <laughs> That's a lot of money. But he was able to pay me because, you know, he was a thief. Uh, I didn't partake in anything that, that was, that whole side of him I wanted nothing to do with. Uh, I worked on cars, you know, and I did it honestly, and I did it with integrity, and I did it with quality, and, you know, I wrote up the invoices, you know, I knew everything was done fair, you know, it was everything else in his life that he was an awful person at, and um, that was the third part of the story, so I had, you know, the greatest teachers, one, when they showed up, Steve Hages taught me that you have to have a high opinion of yourself, that you have to have values of yourself, and you will rise to your opinion of yourself. You'll fall to your habits, but you'll never rise above the opinion of yourself. And it is through him that I was able to raise the opinion of myself. And the next person tested that. You know, I look back and I go, that was a test for me. Can I sustain these qualities that in myself that I had developed and and I did. And that's who I am today. So where I started out saying, you know, I went from broke to, to being extremely wealthy. This is going to sound funny, but wealth isn't about the money. You have to become the person first. That's the moral of this story. You have to become the person. You have to see yourself in the brightest light first. You have to raise your own opinion of yourself first before anything is going to happen. And right now, your opinion of yourself, you've, you've risen to it. Where you're at in life is because of your opinion of yourself right now. And if you want more out of life, if you want wealth out of life, if you want freedom out of life, if you want more health out of life, if you want a better relationship out of life, it's raising the opinion of yourself. And uh, I said it a bunch of times yesterday, take no pride in doing anything alone. I could have never done that alone. Without a mentor, without somebody um, guiding me, I could have never, ever done that. Um, I would still have that same mentality of back when I worked in a factory. That's what I have for you today. So if you love this podcast, please share it with somebody that you think can benefit from listening to it. Share it on your social media. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review. Let the world know what you think of our podcast. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. And I'm going to leave you with this. I know that you can become the person that you want to be and build the wealth that you want to have. And I know that you could design and create and live the life that you want, and I want to help you get there.